0: i yeah.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you, Lord. Now let's put a blessing on it. hallelujah hallelujah we thank you Jesus we give you glory we give you glory hallelujah thank you amen hallelujah we thank god amen hallelujah hallelujah we thank you lord hallelujah amen and glory to god Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you on this morning. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you that you are continuing to bless us. Hallelujah. We thank you that you continue to look after us. Amen. And glory to God. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives today. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives today, oh God. God, continue to bless your people as they continue to come before you. God, we don't take it for granted on what you're doing. So we just ask you, oh God, to continue, oh God, to be a blessing to your people. Cover them. Allow the blood of Jesus to be their portion in the mighty name of Jesus. And, God, we will not take it for granted on what you're doing and how you're doing things in our life. God, we just thank you. Oh, we praise you. We magnify you, oh God. We glorify you, oh God. This is the day that you have made, and we are rejoicing and being glad therein. I said, this is the day that you have made, and we are rejoicing and being glad therein. I said again, this is the day that you have made and we are rejoicing and being glad therein hallelujah amen hallelujah we thank you lord let's just continue to pray i just feel in my spirit to pray and we're going to pray and ask god to we're going to ask god to cleanse us we're going to also ask god for forgiveness and for him to continue to protect us amen Before we always go before the Lord, we should always ask God to cleanse us. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, our Father which art in heaven, hallelujah, hallowed be Thou name. Thou kingdom come, Thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. I say give us this day our daily bread. Hallelujah. Not tomorrow, but today. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us, O oh God. Forgive us as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For that is the kingdom, that is the power and the glory forever. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you on this morning and we just ask you, O oh God, to hear our cry in the mighty name of Jesus. Hold us, O oh God, and we ask you, O oh God, to keep us in the palms of your hands as we continue to walk by faith, knowing that you will provide for our every need as well as well as for every need of our families. We pray, O God, that you will continue, O God, to protect us, which you have already done in the mighty name of Jesus. We praise you for all that you have already done in our life, Lord God, in your ministries. In our families, in our businesses, in our marriages, in our children's life, in whatever endeavor that we are doing, we thank you, O God, for blessing us, for covering us, for always keeping your hand upon us. Dear Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us, O God, according to their love kindness, according to the multitude of their tender mercy, blot out our transgression, wash us thoroughly from our iniquity, and cleanse us from any sin. For we acknowledge our transgression, and sin is ever before you. Against thee and thee only have we sinned, and done this evil in thou sight. O oh God, that may be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when judge us. Behold, I, we were shaped in iniquity, and in sin did our mother conceive us. Behold, thou dearest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Hide their face from my sin, and blot out our iniquities. Create in us, O God, a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within us, O God. Cast us not away, O God, from Thou present. And take not that Holy Spirit from us. Restore unto us the joy of salvation. And uphold us, O God, with Thy free spirit deliver us o god from their blood guiltiness o god their god of our salvation and our tongue shall sing aloud of their righteousness o lord open thou my lips and our mouth shall shall forth thy praise father forgive us o god from all acts of sin including any idolatry any greed any financial idolatry, any self-centeredness, any pride, any haltiness, any arrogance, any stubbornness, any financial disobedience. Oh God, we ask you, oh God, to forgive us. Oh God, of any unforgiveness In the mighty name of Jesus We th- ask you oh God To forgive us of any rebelliousness oh God Forgive us oh God for expressing words of doubt Of unbelief Concerning your promises Of what you have already said that shall be ours Oh Lord As we stand in the gap oh God And continue oh God Not to just pray oh God for ourselves But to continue to pray for others We ask you oh God To forgive those oh God Who continue to downward spiral financial. Mismanagement, character assassination, bite biting, slander, and other evil deeds against other fellow brethren and your people, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as we have gone. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you have gone and given us, O oh God, wisdom to create wealth in our not only in the business that you have given to us, but that God we will have financial, O oh God, stability in the ministries that you have shared, have entrusted us, that we will be not only being a blessing to ourselves, but being a blessing to others, those that may come in with a need, that we will be able, O God, to help them in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, O God, for giving us the works of our hand. And we plead, O God, that you continue to forgive us, O God, for failing to develop, O God, the the, the plan, the agenda that you have given us from the beginning of the vision that you have given us when you have entrusted us with your ministry. God, forgive us, O God, of any failing to develop, O God, um, anything that may have detoured your ministry, oh God. We ask you, oh God, to forgive us, oh God, from any lack, oh God, of debt reduction, oh God. Any mishandling of the budget, oh God. Any mishandling of anything that you have given us for the kingdom of God. We ask you, oh God, to help us, oh God, to be more stable, oh God, in obeying your will and obeying your direction, oh Lord. As we continue to intercede, oh God, we ask you, oh God, to forgive us, oh God. For living beyond our means and misusing, oh God, the things that you have given to us, oh God. Oh God, Heavenly Father, we ask you, oh God, to forgive us, oh God, and help counsel, oh God those oh God in the kingdom of God who do not oh god understand oh god the the, the, the the things that you have told them to do and we ask you oh God to help us get back on track oh God to be faithful oh God to be cheerful oh God to be a bountiful god giver oh God not just to give oh God to be just for ourselves but to give for the kingdom of God to help others God forgive us oh God as you continue oh God to remind us oh God those we need to Forgive, help us to quickly forgive them, not allowing the sun to go down, oh God, but going to them and asking them, oh God, for forgiveness, and also, oh God, asking, oh God, to be forgiven, oh God, of anything that we may have said or done, knowingly or unknowingly, in the mighty name of Jesus. So take this moment right now and ask the Holy Spirit: Is there anybody in your life that you may need to forgive, or is there anything in your life that you may need God to forgive? Sometimes we may. Not know. So allow the Holy Spirit to find those things that are deep down in your spirit and your heart so that God can cleanse you right now. Father, we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue raised up against us will be cast down. Rumors and gossip shall be turned aside and pushed back away from us indefinitely. We pray, O God, that your presence and peace will keep us, that they will dwell in the shadow of the Most High God, and will be delivered from terror darts of doubt and disease. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation in Jesus' name. We counsel all the assignments of the enemy in Jesus' name. Now that we have went before the Lord and asked the Lord to cleanse us and to forgive us, now let's go into a prayer for thanksgiving. Heavenly Father, we praise you with all of our heart. We will tell all the marvelous things that you have done. Your reign is forever. You execute judgment from your throne in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Hallelujah. You you, execute judgment from your throne. You judge the world with justice and rule the nation with fairness. In the name of Jesus, we will make a joyful noise unto the Lord and all ye lands and serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Oh Lord God, I know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and sheep of his pasture. In the mighty name of Jesus, I shall enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto you, O God, and bless his holy name. Oh, for the Lord is good. I say for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endured to all generation. Lord, you are the shelter for oppressed and a refuge in times of trouble. We trust you because we know your name. We know that you do not abandon those who search for you. Father, your righteous reaches to the highest heaven. You have done wonderful things. Who can compare with you? Thank you, O God. Hallelujah. I said thank you, O God, for being our provider. Thank you for giving us the power, O God, to be, O God, who you have called us to be. Thank you, O God, for giving us the power, O God, to tread over every serpent, every scorpion, O God, every lion and young cobra that would try to rise up against us, O God. We thank you right now, O Father, for being, O God, our economic and financial strong tower. Thank you, O God, for giving us the power, O God, not only just to get wealth, O God, but to help others, oh God, to be blessed, oh God. So that God, we will continue to establish your covenant and spread the gospel of the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. We take action daily to improve, oh God, the things in the kingdom of God. God, we even thank you, oh God, for giving us more, oh God. Allowing us to be lenders and not borrowers, oh God. Everything we do, oh God, will prosper. Oh God, everything our hands touch, oh God, shall prosper. Everywhere our feet should trot, God, we shall prosper. You should go before us, oh. Oh God before we even get there You will already be there oh God You will already have signed, sealed and delivered Oh God what we're coming for In the mighty name of Jesus Heavenly Father right now in the mighty name Of Jesus I ask you oh God To hear the prayers of your servant You are our strength, our salvation Lord we thank you for your faithfulness That's been in our life Oh God we thank you Father that you have begun A good work, I said that you have Begun a good work in us And you continue to develop the good work, continue to perfect us and bring it to a full completion in us. Thank you, oh Lord, for the deep continued humility before your face and refreshing and renewing of your worship, worshiping you day and night, seeking your face, having an intimacy relationship with you, knowing that we are the branches that's connected to the true vine, the vine vessel, the great vine which is our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you oh Lord God for letting us see you and enjoy your present day and night. allowing goodness and mercy to follow us continuously for mercy to be on our right and for goodness to be on our left for it to chase us down in the mighty name of Jesus oh Lord. Thank you for allowing us to letting the cup of your presence and blessings overflow continuously in our life. In the mighty name of Jesus oh God. I continue to pray that you allow your angels oh God to move on our behalf to where we will be able to send them where we need them to go because you have given us the authority oh God uh, to send them wherever the need is and we pray oh God right now oh God that they will move on our behalf they will bring down oh God every blessing and bring down into manifestation every promise of the father as we call down completion in Jesus name resolve in Jesus name all of all delayed situations that people may be facing. Right now it should come to into resistance in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you oh God for releasing oh God the billions and billions oh God into the kingdom of God so that we could continue to build your kingdom, not to build ourselves or build just monuments or just buildings, but building your people with letting them know that it is the word of God that comes first that they will learn oh God through the equipping of your people, equipping them oh God, to become great leaders that you have called them to be. God, we thank you right now for allowing us, oh God, to build um, um, educational institutions, oh God, to be able, oh God, to teach, oh God, the gospel, oh God, to be able to teach them, oh God, not just to be apostles and prophets and pastors and evangelists and teachers, but to teach them, oh God, how to be a servant, how to be an ambassador of Christ, how to be first to serve you, oh God, and to serve others, oh God, to what to the gift, these other fivefold that you have put down in most of us, God, let them know that it is through you and all through you. We decree and declare, oh God, right now, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you will continue to do what we're continue to ask you, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you right now for launching us off, not just here, oh God, but in the marketplace, oh God, for new godly, oh God, opportunities to help your kingdom, oh God. We thank you right now. That you will bring a great increase.
0: When you post a job for free with LinkedIn Jobs, you get to the people you want to interview faster. That's because we help you filter and prioritize only the most qualified candidates. Like, say you want to interview a software engineer, but you really need someone who can rock C++, Python, and help you crush off his trivia night. But come on, does that one person with all that even exist? No, five of them do actually. And LinkedIn Jobs can help you find them right here, so you can take it from there. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash apply. That's linkedin.com slash apply. Terms and conditions apply. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard. Taylor Square and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and AutoPay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details
1: for the kingdom of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the release of the keys of the kingdom that you have already released. That we will continue, oh God, to um, build, oh God, store houses into your name. In the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we just thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up your name. We call on you on this morning. We can't do this without you. So God, we thank you for coming into our presence. We thank you that the kings of kings is in this place, the Lord of lords, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. We thank you for Jehovah Kavad, the king of glory. We thank you, O oh God, that your presence will continue to go before us, continue to be with us, and continue, O oh God, to follow us. in all that we do, and all that we say, decrease us, that it won't be flesh, but that the spirit of God would arise in us and speak what only the thus said the Lord God. And God, as we have heard prophetic scripture first and effective your prayers. dollar prayer. We thank you, O oh God, for these prayers that you have already answered. They will not go amiss, but that you have already answered them, and you're already working on our behalf. Not just those, O oh God, that's under the sound of my voice, but those that's throughout the earth. Those that are listening in so many other countries. I ask you, O oh God, to allow this pra- prayer, O oh God, to reach, O oh God, different lands, O oh God, and different countries, O oh God, that they will do the will of God in Jesus' name. Amen, and glory to God. Hallelujah. We have went into a moment of praise and worship, and we're going to have something um, in praise and worship a little different, um, hopefully next week. Amen. We thank God, what God is doing, because we want to make sure that we're receiving what God has for us. Amen. So we just thank God for what's going on. We thank God for your life. Hallelujah. And we just thank you. We thank you for joining us. We thank you for being here with us. Hallelujah. Amen. And we thank everybody that's listening in. Hallelujah. By God's grace. Amen. So we want to encourage you to come out. Hallelujah. 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. A lot of us try to get real comfortable, but just going live and watching us live. But I believe that even as we're spreading the gospel live, that God is also doing some other things. So don't get so caught up in just thinking when you turn on your Facebook that... We're just going to be right there. Hallelujah. God is also going to be doing some other things. So make it to where you come into God's place. Amen. His house. Instead of just looking at it live. I know that God is doing something live, but I know that God is doing something even better in his presence which I know his presence is right there where you are because his glory is even going through the screen right now. But it's something when you show up. Amen. So we thank God for your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I believe that we have been in a couple series. Hallelujah. We were in the book of Nehemiah, Arise, Align, Activated to Build. And also, we've been talking about counting the cost. There's a cost. As Apostle Joel Ezemore began to teach on there is a cost, hallelujah, in the kingdom of God. But the cost is not something that will take away from you. It's something that will bless you. But there is a cost. That means that you're going to have to get up at your bed. You're going to have to get up at your house and come and receive what God has for you. You know, sometimes we get so comfortable being in one place, but God is calling us out of just one place. He's calling us out of the box. We're so used to tradition and religion and doing it this way, A selection, B selection, this order, that order. Everything is in order in the kingdom of God don't get me wrong, there's protocol in God's house. But God is doing things so different in this time and season. He's the same God, but he's changing up some things on how he's moving. Why? Because see, we get so used to doing things one way when God say move, we're scared to move because we, we feel like it's us. It's something that we have to do. But No, God is saying, I'm moving and doing something this way for this time in this season. So we have to be able to discern and know that season. Because God is not doing everything the same. Amen. So, we just give God the glory. We give God the honor. We thank you. We praise you. We lift up his name. Hallelujah. And we'll be back here 630 p.m. on this evening God blessed us on last week we were so blessed God gave us such a word in the book of Nehemiah and I'll be right back at that word this evening and I believe that as God continues to bless us with his word I'm telling you we're gonna be full we're gonna be so full and not only just for, but we're going to be able to allow the word to manifest and our life. Because, you know, sometimes we can get so full, but gadgetate because we don't know how to release that what God has given us. So we get so full to where it's like it begins to be suppressed. But God is allowing it to come up and come out if we receive it in the right manner. Amen. So let's just go ahead and praise God for what he's doing. Let's go ahead and praise God for what he's done. And we just thank God for who he is. Amen. And we thank you for joining us. Amen. And again, we're here. And um, we just thank God. And for those that are um, near and far, we do have a food pantry here as well. Unlimited Grace Outreach Pantry. Hallelujah. So we have food, food pantry. Hallelujah. As well as the ministries here. So... God supplies the need for everything that we need. Not only is we getting the word, but God is also supplying food for those that may be in need. And the food is free. Amen. So, you know, we thank God for you. Hallelujah. And we are here throughout the week by appointment. So if you like, need food, you can call 513-348-4822. Amen. So we just thank God for your life. God is doing some great things as we're being faithful to him. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're just going to go ahead and just get the word. Amen. So we're going to have the word this morning on counting the cost. Hallelujah. Amen. On counting the cost. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're gonna hear from Pastor Apostle Joe L. on this morning on the word. And I believe it's counting the costs. Hallelujah. You know, we've been talking about leadership, and I tell you, this is so important, especially in this time and season, because a lot of our leaders are falling aside. The Bible said even the elect would be deceived. So I believe that every leader, if God has entrusted you with his ministry, we need to be teaching and training more about what spiritual leadership really is, but not only teaching it, but walking it, allowing it to manifest. Because in order for us to do the great work, we have to become the leaders that God has called us to be. Amen. And God is changing guards. He's also giving some another chance. So this is our time to get it right. Hallelujah. Amen. So we'll go ahead and get the word. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you you, Jesus, we give you glory.
0: Have you. a focus the perfect control, not
1: Hallelujah. Amen. And thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, on last week, hallelujah, we began to talk about arise, align, and aim. It's time to build. Amen. It's time to build. Amen. As we finish out the series, as we've been just saying, we're just going to flow with the series, hallelujah, so that we will stay in order, amen, hallelujah, amen. We'll stay with the series, hallelujah. Arise, align, and aim, it's time to build. Hallelujah, we are in the book of Jeremiah. And for those that was here uh, I'm not going to go back through what we've talked about on last week, but we also still talking about leadership. Amen. But in this case, the uh, Nehemiah was called by God to finish a work. Amen. A work that was already started, but it was not complete. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We just ask you, oh God, to decrease me, that you may increase your word in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we just thank you right now, and we thank you for what you're doing in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, I just ask you that your people receive this word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, um, on last week, we talked about, we kind of gave you a little history on Nehemiah. We said that his name means Yahweh. Hallelujah. Has comfort. But it was a couple other things that I wanted to share with you that we did not talk about because we're in chapter 2 on today. In the book of Nehemiah, we're in chapter 2, but let's just go back and let's just um, talk a little bit. We're just going to give a little summary, amen, on what we talked about, hallelujah, in chapter 1 on last week, amen. Because for those that was not with us, you can always go back and listen, hallelujah, um, and then also listen on what we talked about so that you won't be lost, amen hallelujah thank you Jesus so on last week we just briefly talked about how Nehemiah prayed and when he prayed how God answered him but he did someone his brother came to him amen and told him about what was going on what was going on in Jerusalem what things that was going on that really was not of God but Nehemiah still had a relationship with God because even before he came to even tell him what was going on, God had already given him like a vision of what was going on because he was already in a place of prayer. He was already in a place of prostrating and going before God and mourning and, and groaning for the people. So when the brother came, it was just confirmation of what God had already showed him. You know, that's what God does. God will always send confirmation. When we're in the face of God, praying, having an intimacy time with God, not only will he show us straight from heaven, but guess what? He would even send something or somebody to confirm his word. We know that Nehemiah was a man strategically positioned in the Persian royal court to accomplish great things. We know that Nehemiah, he, not, he was a cup bearer. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about a cup bearer. Amen? A cup bearer does more than just carry the cup. A cup bearer risks their life because what they do is not only do they bring the king the cup, but they also, right there before him, taste was in the cup. So if somebody was planning on poisoning or trying to kill the king, he will experience it firsthand. Why? Because he will take further, he will be the first partaker of whatever is brought to the king. So that right there is a risk, a sacrifice of his life. So just being a cup bearer is not just carrying somebody's Bible. Just by being an armor bearer is not just you know, doing little things. No. A armor bearer is, cup bearer is people who go and stand in the front line. Meaning that they take the hits. So that it would not boomerang back to whoever God is using them to cover so most of the time when God uses us in those areas it's not just to say hey I'm carrying someone's Bible or hey I'm driving them here and there and I'm always on the scene no are you willing to take a hit are you willing to things to come up against you are you strong enough to even take the things that's coming up against you see Nehemiah was respected because not only was he able to take the hits but he was, he was willing to risk his life so he was well respected by the king not only by the king but even those that served the king the people of the king he was wise he, was, he had wisdom see the thing is God knew who to put in place Because Nehemiah was a remarkable leader. He was a man of faith. His leadership strategies was at a level to where he knew how to motivate others. He knew how to encourage others. He always had something deep down inside of him that when he went before others, he uplifted them. You know, have you ever been around somebody who has such a glorious light? To where you can be feeling down or just not feeling like going on. But when they show up, it's something about their smile. It's something about their presence that brings hope to you. That brings life to you. You know, we need to be those glory carriers. To where when we show up in somebody's life or just show up at the grocery store. Or just show up at the gas station. Or just show up wherever. We need to be that light. That brings someone to a place that makes them say, you know what? I feel like going on. Because you just never know. Somebody may just feel in their spirit, I don't feel like going on. But Nehemiah had this glorious light. He understood what leadership principles was. He understood, hallelujah, what accountability is. See, to be accountable is to be responsible for one's action. See, God views accountability seriously. Every careless word that men shall speak, they shall render account for it in the day of judgment. The Bible tells us that in Matthew 12 and 36. So that lets us know that God is serious about accountability. See, Paul also speaking of the time when we were standing before the judgment seat of God, reinforces Jesus' message. So then each one of us shall give account of himself to God. Romans
0: Spectrum Internet and AutoPay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
1: With prices soaring at the pump, filling up can be stressful. That's why Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with your Discover It card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. What? We all have to give an account to God. See, if you don't want to be held accountable, you're wrong. You need to be held accountable for all that you do. Somebody needs to hold you accountable so that you can make sure that you are fulfilling what you need to fulfill so that when it's time, when judgment day comes. You will be able to give an account unto God. See, being accountable for one's ministry involves two things. Having authority over some areas of ministry and being responsible for the outcomes of that ministry. Did you hear what I said? See, it ain't just about going and opening up a church and saying, hey, I'm the leader, this and that. No, you got to have accountability. Are you willing, first of all, to take the hits? Are you willing... To fall down, but get back up and start over if you got to. Are you willing to sit in the back? Are you willing to humble yourself? Are you willing to follow? Are you willing to respect and be obedient to the things of God? See, all authority is ultimate delegated by God. God have given us all a measure of authority. Just because we have maybe been in ministry for 40 years, 50 years, 100 years, Ten years, five years, four years, God gives the authority. God can give the authority to somebody who only been in the ministry for three years, besides somebody that's been in the ministry for ten years. Why? Because maybe he's looking at the heart. He's looking at their accountability. He's looking at, okay, just because they've been in ministry for only three years, that they've been faithful. They have been doing what I told them to do. And this individual that's been in ministry for 20 years is still trying to do things their way. When it's not working, when I am telling them, no, you need to do it my way. See, God is the one who gives the natural authority. We don't. But we, as men and women of God, that's what we try to do. See, the exercise of authority should be tempered with the recognition that one is wielding authority on God's behalf. Where there is no authority, there can be no accountability. To render an account of one's activity requires a clear job description, feedback, evaluation. Come on now, this is in our titles, in our positioning in Christ. What have God, what description have God given us to do? The description means what is the vision that God has given us to do? What is the the thing that God have told us how to do it. That's why it's always good to ask God the what, the why, the when, the who, the where. Why and the how. Why? Because it helps us stay in a line with what God has called us to do and it also gives us a clear job description in ministry. Come on now. So at the end of the day, we understand what we need to do but everything also is based off of qualification why am i going here we're not talking about business we're talking about ministry but guess what ministry is business there needs to be qualification not just a degree but do you have qualifications in your character do you have qualifications in your love do you have qualification on how you treat others do you have qualification in your joy in your patience in your peace, in your kindness, in your suffering. Those are qualifications I'm talking about. Not if I can type real well, if I can write real well, if I can speak real well. Yeah, those are good qualifications. But I'm talking about the heart. I'm talking about God's fruit. I'm talking about the attributes of God. See, we need to understand that there's always going to be feedback when we allow accountability to take place in our life. Nehemiah received feedback because people respected who he was. The feedback was he was a remarkable leader. He was a man of faith. He was a man of accountability. He was a man that was ready to take on the task. He was a remnant. God knew that he can help this remnant of people to come back and do what he needed to do. Amen. And as we begin to talk about that we begin to talk about how he also was in a place of intercession. He was a man of intercession. Not only was he a remarkable leader, a man um, that held great accountability, a man that knew his qualifications, a man that knew his responsibilities and the authority that was written to him. But he also was a man of prayer. He was a man that was always in the face of God. See, the thing is, he was focused on God. He was so focused on God that he was able to hear the cry of the people. So when his brother came, he was able to receive and know that this is confirmation that I'm in the right place where I need to be. So now that I have been in this place where I need to be, now my spirit is interceded on behalf of the people. So this time, at this time, God was working things out on his behalf behind the scene. See, sometimes we try to go before God. And say, you know what? We're going to do it this way. We're going to go ahead and go to the people ourselves. No, 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 no. We can't do that. We have to be like Nehemiah. You have to stay in a place of prayer. Stay in a place of consecration. Stay in a place to prostrate before the Lord. And when we're in that place, in the holy place, come on, the holies of holies, then the Spirit of God is doing some things strategically. He's touching the heart of the people. He's touching the, the, the places that we're going to go. So that when we come about in that place of intercession... When we go on our way, God has already opened the heart of the people to where they will receive what it is that God is calling us to do. Because in this particular case, Nehemiah not only was ready and prepared to fulfill the assignment, but when he went before the king, come on now, God had already touched the heart of the king. I am praying that in this time and season that God touched the heart of those that he is calling you to help. Amen. So at this time, he was wholly focused on God. See, the thing is, we need to understand, he never took credit for himself. But he always gave glory to God. See, Nehemiah's prayer life reflected that he trusted God. See, at the end of the day, he asked God to remember him for good. That's right. Remember when he began to pray in chapter 1. The prayers that he prayed. Come on now. He did not turn to God after exhausting um, other options. He did not use prayers as a last-ditch effort, as if they had nothing to lose. His immediate instinctive response was to fast and pray. He knew that he could not just uh, pray without fasting because the assignment was too great. So a lot of times the reason why our prayer go uh, amiss is because we're not praying and fasting. A lot of times we say, okay, we're fasting, but we're just not eating. That's not fasting. When we're fasting, we're being in the face of God. We're interceding, meaning that we're reading our word. We're, we're in a place of worship. We, we're in relationship with God. We're in that secret place with God. And sometimes we don't have to tell everybody we're fasting. Because guess what? That's when the attacks come. And if you're not spiritually strong, you get lost and um, um, distracted on your prayer and fasting. We supposed to keep things in a secret place. That's why it says the secret place. Why? It's secret. It means that nobody knows but God. So Nehemiah understood the consequences. He understood that he could not turn away from God. He understood that he had to be right here in this place. Because he knew that when he stayed in this place, that God would reign. He was able to identify with the people's, their, excuse me, their responsibility. He was even able to see their sin. You know, a lot of times when we pray, we just look for the good. But we need to look at in the areas of our life to where we're falling short. Because it says we all fall short for the glory of God, meaning that we all sin. Meaning that nobody can say that they don't sin. And if they do, you better run real fast from them. Because we all fall short from the glory of God. I'm not saying that I'm giving you a license to say. No. No, it's not that we have a license. No, 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 You don't get a license to see it. Just because that's scripture. No. You should know right from wrong. You should know if you put your hand on a hot stove. Pastor Joe, you're going to get burnt. Now, you can go ahead and put it on there if you want to. But guess what? You're going to get burnt. Because guess what? It's hot. It is hot. You hear what I'm saying? It's red. You know when a stove is on, Apostle Joe, what color is it? It's red or orange, right? So w- when you're looking at that, would you touch that? I mean, I know you know it's a stove, but, you know, but guess what? A child that maybe not understand, they going to test it, right? They're going to they gonna go, you know. And when, and we, as men and women of God and people of God, we act just as children sometimes. We test what we know is hot. And then we always pray and ask God to get us out of it. Why do we do that? No, no, no. You can't keep testing what's hot. Because eventually, you're going to fall away from the things of God. And Nehemiah even prayed. And that, what I loved about Nehemiah, he said, our sins. He didn't say the people, just the people. So, you know, we as leaders, sometimes we feel like we're just above people. When we're the bigger sinners. If we really want to be real about the thing, we need to be before God every day, all day. Why? Because first of all, we deal, especially us that's in deliverance ministry, spirits come all the time. And if you don't know how to rebuke them, and if you ain't living a clean, holy life, those spirits knows how to come in and out. But thank God that we're able to cast them down. Hallelujah. So that day would not. But if we're not, if we don't understand spiritual things, we wouldn't know that. But at the end of the day, that's why we need to go through deliverance every day. I don't care how long we've been apostles and bishops or teachers or evangelists or whatever the case may be. We need to go into deliverance every day, all day. We need to ask God to cleanse us because guess what? These eyes, these ears. We hear and see things. That's why it says we ask God to forgive us for things that are normally and unknowingly because some things we may not have a known to. So that's why we cover ourselves. So just in case, if there's any residue, and I love Nehemiah, he said, I'm praying. He took responsibility, accountability for the people's sin rather than blaming others. He humbled himself in his honest confession. It was what he said. He sat down. I'm in the book of Nehemiah. Let's go to verse 5, chapter 1. And said, I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keep covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his com- c- commandments. Let that ear now be attentive and thy eyes open that might hear the prayer of that servant, which I pray before thee now, day and night, for the children of Israel, that servant, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have, which we go the word, we have sinned against thee. Both I and my father's house have sinned. Come on now, it's in the word. We and I mean that we are first partakers. How can we go pray for someone else when we don't even confess for ourselves? And we always put the blame on others. No, we and I have sinned against thee. Both I and my father's house have sinned. He, I love this because he took accountability. See, accountability means having authority over some area in which God entrusted us with. He entrusted us with his people. They're not our people. Second Chronicles 7 and 14 said, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, they're God's people. Not our people. Not our ministry. Not our church. Not our church. Not our members. They are God's people. He took accountability for God's people. He recognized all of God's promises. And I'm coming out of my commentary. So he understood that he had a mission. He had a mission because he had to walk out the accountability that he was called to for the people hallelujah he had to go before he understood the consequences of both holiness and turning away from god when he rebuked the people for proclaiming remember in chapter 13 i'm not gonna go before us but that's what it talks about but remember In Matthew 25, it says, well done, good and faithful servant. He was a good and faithful servant. See, God was calling, has called Nehemiah to make a difference because of his integrity, because of his character, who he was. God knew that he knew how to assemble the people. So as we start In the book of Nehemiah chapter 2, which I'm not going to be before you long. You give me about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, we'll be out of here. In the book of Nehemiah chapter 2, and it came to pass in the month of Nessa in the 20th year of um, Eritaxorus and king, that wine was before him, and I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I have not been before time said in his presence. Wherefore the king said unto me, why is thou, continent, sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of the heart. Then I was very sore afraid. That right there let you know that the king not only recognized Nehemiah as his cupbearer, but he had a, a, a relationship with Nehemiah. He understood his continence. He understood and knew that something wasn't right. See, when we walk with people, we need to be able to not only read them, but we need to be able to feel their spirit. Hallelujah. Not just to be able to judge them, but to feel their spirit to see, okay, what's going on? Because sometimes God will release and reveal to us things about somebody that we may walk close with. But we should be able to receive it and not always look at it with being negative. But Nehemiah was afraid. He was afraid and thought that this was something bad because he was always coming into the presence of the king happy, full of joy, ready for whatever task that may was coming at him. But this particular time, no, 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 no. The weight of the people. See, when the weight of the people come into your heart and on your spirit, especially when God has given you that task, it's not easy. And he knew that he could not just let it go because he was called this born leader to lead others. But he knew that he also had an obligation to the king. See, accountability. He understood his positioning. He understood who he was called to. Sometimes we move out of position. We go into somebody else's lane or we come out of our lane. When God is saying, no, I need you to stay in line with where I'm taking you. Not fall aside. Not fall to the left. Not fall to the right. But I need you to stay focused. I need you to look ahead. But sometimes because somebody prophesied to us and say, you're a pastor and you're going to start this. Or you're a prophet and you're going to prophesy to nations. Let me help somebody. Nations just don't mean other countries. Nations mean people. So that means that you can minister to people under a bridge. You can minister to people in a nursing home. You can minister to people in a grocery store. You can minister to a people right in front of your door. So don't get it twisted. Yes, you can go to nation to nation. But a nation is a people. So we get so caught up in just that. When we need to be focused on where God is calling us. And he said unto the king, let Thou king, live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city... The, see, this gave him... Hold on. Now, see, God will always do something out the ordinary. See, Nehemiah didn't probably know that his face was all turned out. But it was for the good. See, a lot of us, our faces is turned up, and it's not for the good. And it turns people off. You know, our face expression... Can really send a signal to say, is everything alright? Are you okay? Why, why you gotta make that face? Do you realize the face that you're making? Some of us don't even realize the faces that we make when we say certain things to people. It's not good. But this particular face that Nehemiah had was not a face that was that would turn somebody away, it was a face that showed concern. And the king recognized it. But also, this gives Nehemiah the ability to see the move of God. Because because he fasted and prayed and went before God. See, he had already access to the king. The king already trusted him. He could have went to the king and said, you know what? I want to have a conversation with you. God, assure me this. See, sometimes we move prematurely. You know, when you move prematurely, God is not in it. And sometimes we can mess up what God is doing. He didn't move prematurely. He moved in maturity. He waited on God. He stayed in the secret place. A secret.
0: He stayed. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hello! He was not
1: known, and God touched the heart of the king. God allowed the heart of the king to see his countenance. meaning he let him see his heart his feelings so that when he came that right there was access I said arise align access activated to build God will give us access see Nehemiah arised when he went into a place called prayer and fasting and he began to align when he began to call God and say, hey, I and my father's house, your people, we come to you and ask you to forgive us. Come on now. He began to align things in place. He began to lay it on the altar. Now God is about to give him access to the prayers that were are praying. So and he said unto the king, Let thou the king live forever. Why should he not countenance be said? When the city, hallelujah, the place of my father's scripture lay waste, and the gates thereof are consumed with fire. Then the king said unto me, For what does thou make request? Access. There it is. He didn't have to say a long story. Cut your story. Some of our stories too long. We don't need to know A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We go into a long story about something that we don't even have to go into because God has already given us access. Sometimes we cut off our own access because we've given a long story. All he said was let the king live forever. Why should not my confidence be said when the city come on now, what sentence when the city, the place of my father's sculpture laid waste and the gates thereof are consumed with fire. He didn't say when the people there are sitting well, Tobiah Shabbat, come on now, he didn't go into all the details. He just said, my father's house is laying in a waste, speedy that The walls have been broken down. And the king said, for what thou that make request?" So I prayed to God the father. Now he going to Nehemiah make his request. And he said unto the king, if it, it pleased the king, if thou servant have found favor in thy sight, thou wilt send me into Judah, into the city of my father's chapter, that I may build it. And the king said unto me, when the queen is sitting right there, the woman, his wife, the king's wife, for how long shall thou journey be? And when thou return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time. See, God will give you the time, the date, and the location. Moreover, I said it to the king, it, it pleased the king, let letters be given to the governors beyond the river. Come on now. Hold on. Not only is God giving him access, but God is also giving him authority. God is given him to authority to give an account on what he's going to do, and also he need, he's giving him a job description. Come on now. What He's going to do the job description and then he's laying out the blueprint of what he need. Come on now. This is nobody but God. He said, now this is what I need you to do. Let, let us be given to the governors beyond the river that they may convey me over till I come into Judah. Because he knew that the enemy was going to be laying aside, waiting To try to detour him. Come on now. Anytime we're going to build something, the enemy always waits to try to hinder the things of God to be built. I'm not talking about buildings, y'all. I'm talking about God's plan. Hallelujah. And a letter until Esau, the keeper of the king's forest. Come on. He had to go through the forest. See, he was going through territories. Come on now, we know about territorial spirits. Come on now. I said we're going to be teaching and learning, breaking this down. Word upon word, precept upon, upon process, line upon line. You know, this, uh, this um, um, territorial spirits, they are territorial. They don't want to give you access. They don't want, because they fear that they will be taken out of positioning. Or something will be taken away from them. So they have such a territorial spirit. We deal with that in ministry. When we show up and we're gifted, we're anointed, people are threatened by our anointing. Nothing personal is just a threat because of their anointing. Because the glory of God, the light of God, the truth of God, has come into a place where darkness sometimes lies. And anytime light comes into a place that's dark, It does not like it. Why? Because that means that everything has to be uprooted out of the place that it was originally in. And then God is able to plant truth into those places that walk in lies. So, territory spirits don't want you to have access. So, Nehemiah had to go through different territories. The first territory was beyond the river. The next territory was the king's forest. And then he had to also, he needed not just to have access to go through the forest, but he needed, come on now, material. He was going to build a wall. So he could not go empty-handed. He said, I'm going to also need timber. Come on now. To make beings for the gates of the palace, which are paying to the house for the walls of the city. Because he knew, come on now. That timber was strong enough to hold up the walls that they were going to build. See, God would never see you material that will just be washed away, like on the sand. Uh Uh-uh. We're talking about building something on the rock, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. So he needed this timber to beam for the gate. And the wall of the city for the house that I shall enter into. And guess what? Access. And the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. He did not grant me because I'm his cupbearer pastor. He didn't grant me because I've been serving the king. He didn't grant me because I've been his right hand man. It was God that was upon him that granted him favor. See, we have to give God the glory. We got to quit giving man glory. When I say man, I'm talking about one man too. We got to stop giving people glory. How about that? We need to give God the glory. Because it is God Almighty. Hallelujah. It's God Almighty who granted access. Not people. When we stop giving people the glory... Then maybe, then maybe we can get somewhere. We keep wanting to give people glory. That's why we can't get nowhere. Because we want to glorify him to be on his team. We want to glorify her to be in her clique. We want to glorify them to be a part of them. Glorify God. Be who God called you to be. Be in God's clique. The biggest clique. The best clique. The only clique. The glorious clique. God's Jesus clique. Hallelujah. See, it's only God that granted him access. So he gave glory to God. It was the hand of God. See, when the right hand of God is placed upon you, nothing can come against you. I don't care what they say. I don't care how they whisper about you. I don't care the character assassination about you. You know, people get on the phone and they talk about you. You know, they always talk about what you didn't do. They always talk about what you did, but they never talk about what they did. And then what they do is they put a bad seed in somebody else's mind, and then that individual sometimes believed a lie when they know the truth. But in this particular case, it was God's hand on Nehemiah. And then I came to the governor beyond the river and gave them the king's letter. Now, come on now, access access pastor. He done left. He done, he done got his letter. You know, what letter are we receiving? we getting letters from people that have prominent names. We're getting letters from people that got money. we getting letters from people that have been in ministry 50 years. Get a letter from God because that's going to give you access to wherever you're trying to build. In 2021, the letter has to come from God. I don't care how educated you are. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how long you've been in this thing. The letter has to come from God in order for it to build. To be built. It has to come from God. Because guess what? It's not not only going to last, but you're not going to even be able to start it. Because God is not playing. So, as we understand... That even in this, when I went over to the book of Esther, it kind of gave me the same, same thing right here. Because in Esther 4.11, it says, All the king's servant and the people of the king's province do know that whosoever, whether man or one man shall come unto the king and to the inner court who is not called. There is one law unto his to put him to death except such to whom the king shall hold out to and scarves that he may live. But I have not been called to come unto the king these 30 days. Esther understood that there is a process. And that was her husband. Come on now. She could have just went to him. You know, but there was still law in place. No matter if it's your husband or not. You know, nowadays, husband and wife don't even respect one another. Hallelujah. That They do things their own way. You know, okay, God said this and God said that. But God sucks to both of you. Hallelujah. So we have to respect one another. But at the end of the day, she understood that she couldn't just go to her husband. So she understood that she had to get into a place called Prayer and fasting. Come on, y'all. We're right there. She even knew that she had to pray and fast. She knew that she just couldn't come to the king any kind of way. Even though that was her right hand, she was right there with them, but it didn't walk that way. And also in um, Esther um, chapter 5. One through three, now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal appearance and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house. And, and king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house over against the gate of the house. And it was so when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court that she obtained favor in his sight. And king held out to Esther the golden staff that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and touched the top of the sculpture. Then said the king unto her, What wilt thou, Queen Esther, and what is thy request? It shall be given thee to the half of the kingdom. Come on! Access. God gave her access as they went and prayed. They didn't just go. Even though she said, if I perish, I perish. But we got to get into a place of prayer and fasting. Because in order for this to happen, Same thing, Jerusalem. Come on, this ain't just the beginning. This has been going on for years. Thousands of years. Hallelujah. The Jews always went through something. In the book of Matthew 7 and 7 through 12, ask, seek, knock, as we ask, it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find, knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Come on now. For everyone that asks, receive, and he that seek, find it, and to him that knock, it shall be open. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, would give him a stone? You know, most of the time we do that, but in the name of Jesus, not in this time and season, we're going to give them bread. The word of God. Amen. Or if he asks a fish, he would give him a servant. If then, being evil, know how to give good things unto the children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask? Therefore, all things, whatever you would that men shall do to you, do you even so to them, but this is the law and the prophets. So what are we asking for? We need to be like Nehemiah and Esther. We need to go into a place of prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. So that we can know what to ask. Hallelujah. And then it says, when the, when the king, the governors beyond the river, now the king has sent captains of the army and horsemen with him. Not only did God give him access, but also God gave him material, gave him what he needed. The equipment. God is equipping Nehemiah before he even get there. And also he is even giving him protection because he knows that there is going to be some hater, some haters. There are going to be some people that's going to try to come up against the word. Come on. Sanobiah, the harnites, and Tabiah, the servant and the Amnonites heard of this. They were waiting in a cut, waiting to come up against the plan of God. But any time that God has given us access, I don't care who try to come. I don't care who try to plan. It's not going to work. But God knew to send a captain of army and horsemen with them because he knew that there was going to be Tobiah, Symbolic, the Hornites, and the Amnonites. When they heard of this, they was grieved. Why? Because it says they were grieved them exceedingly. Meaning that they were steaming hot. They was mad, And they thought that they was doing something. Walls down. Nobody can prosper. Nothing can happen. But God already had somebody on the scene. He was changing guards. And in the midst of him changing guards, he was preparing Nehemiah. And now they were grieved exceedingly that there was come a man. It didn't say there come Nehemiah, but there come a man, meaning a man of God, a man with God's heart, a man that has the power that's standing before him and behind him and in him. There was a come a man that there was come a man, meaning there, meaning that he's already there because he's already called, was because He was before and now he's now. And he's coming. And he's this man to seek the welfare of the children of Israel. So I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. Come on. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Three days. Come on. I need three days because I need to be able to inspect. Come on now. I need to be able to inspect. I need to be able to see. I need to be able to hear what I'm going to be able to come up against. He didn't just go straight in building. We just go straight in building. We don't stop and discern and see and hear. That's why we always get stuck. But he observed. He didn't let nobody know. He just came and got the insight. You know God has given us insight in this time and season. We got to know how to get in there and get it before we just go. And guess what? Y'all going to have to come back this evening, 630. That's right. I said we're in a series and Arise, Align, Access, Activated to Build in the book of Nehemiah. See, we can't go through this real fast because we need to break this down so that we can get an understanding on how to build, how to build this now, this new, what God is doing. A wave of glory is in this place. We give glory to God. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you that you have given us what you have given to us on this morning. And we will be faithful unto you. As you have told us the time, you have told us what to do and how to do it. I thank you, Lord, that we will be obedient to your word. God, let this word fall on good ground. Let your people receive this word. Let their hearts be open. And right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, if there's anybody out there that needs, oh God, you to come into their heart right now, actual oh God, to come into their hearts right now. For those that may not know you, that have heard of you, God, actual oh God, for them to stop where they are and right now I accept you in their heart and say that, Lord God, we accept you in our heart. We know that you died for us. We know that you have went to Calvary for us, and we ask you to forgive us of every sin, every sin that we may have committed unto you, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you, O oh God, to give us a second chance. We ask you, O oh God, to allow your word to come into our heart. Allow the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to be our portion. God, we ask you, oh God, right now, oh God, that let the Holy Spirit come upon us now. God, we thank you, oh God, that we can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, oh God, that we can receive you now. Come into our hearts. Let us be changed. Let us be renewed. Let us be re- reformed. Let us be transformed. Let our minds be renewed in the mighty name of Jesus. Let our minds be bind to the mind of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. And now, Lord God, we ask you to come into our hearts. Forgive us. Forgive us of everything that we have done, normally, unknowingly, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And glory to God. We thank you. We thank God for your life on this morning. And we know that God has blessed you. Make sure you come back this evening, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and God is going to finish building what he has started. In Jesus' name, we thank you for joining us. Those that will come back with us will be here. 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. We thank God for your life. In Jesus' name, and until next time, may God bless you. Thank
0: you. Bye-bye. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile Service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.